Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, we take a look at a tale of mystery, ghosts, and murder. Could the connection between a mother and daughter really be strong enough to transcend death? Stay tuned for this answer and how a whole town found truth in a ghost story. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is the Greenbrier Ghost. Our story takes place in Greenbrier County, West Virginia, during the late 1800s. The name Greenbrier Ghost refers to the ghost of a young woman that was killed in the area in 1897. That woman's name was Elva Zona Heaster, and she was born in Greenbrier County sometime in 1873. Little is known about her early life, other than that she had a child out of wedlock in 1895 and that she often went by Zona instead of her first name. In October of 1896, Zona met a drifter named Edward Stribling Trout Shoe. This drifter had come to Greenbrier in search of a new life, which, if you ask me, is Red Flag City but I digress. Finding work in a blacksmith shop, the pair met and quickly fell in love. The couple was married despite objection from Zona's mother, Mary Jane Heaster. Mary simply hated Shu, even with no real reason to do so. Zona and Edward lived together for a short while before tragedy struck on January 23, 1897. Zona's body was found sprawled out on the foot of the stairs in the shoe home by an errand boy delivering something to their house. The young child ran to tell his mother what he had found, and she contacted the local doctor and coroner George W. Knapp. Knapp took over one hour to arrive, and once he did, the scene looked a little different. Shu had taken Zona's body up to their bedroom and laid her out on the bed. The man had also taken it upon himself to redress the body which was usually a task done by the women of a community upon burial. Shu had changed Zona into a high-necked dress with a stiff collar and also placed a veil over her face. While Dr. Knapp examined the body, he stayed by its side, cradling his wife's head and sobbing. Whenever the doctor got too close, Shu became even more hysterical. Not wanting to traumatize the man further, he wrapped up his examination quickly, only noting that Zona seemed to have had a bruise on her neck. 
her cause of death was determined to be an everlasting faint, but was later changed to childbirth. Apparently, Zona had been getting treatment from Knapp for female trouble about two weeks before her death. It remained unclear whether the woman was pregnant or not. When it came time for Zona's burial, Mr. Shu remained devoted to his wife's body. So much so that he refused to let anyone near her during the wake. Shu also insisted on placing a pillow on one side of her head and a sheet on the other. He, of course, claimed this would help Zona rest easier. Edward also tied a scarf around her neck, reporting that this was his wife's favorite. After all this, and honestly, perhaps before, Zona's mother was convinced Shu killed her daughter. When the wake ended, Mary took the sheet from the body and returned it to Shu. He refused it, and Mary took the sheet home to be washed. This is where things start to get a little more odd than they already were. Putting the sheet into the wash caused the water to turn red, and directly after, the sheet turned pink and the water cleared. For some reason, Mary took this as a sign that her daughter's death was not an accident. She then began to pray every night for four weeks that her daughter would return and tell her the truth. Eventually, her prayers were answered. Four weeks after her funeral, Zona returned to her mother in a dream. She told her that Shu was a cruel man who had abused her and attacked her on the night of her death because he believed she did not cook any meat for dinner. During this fight, he broke her neck, and to prove this, the ghost spun her head around until it was facing backward. These dreams lasted four nights and prompted Mary to visit the local prosecutor's office. She told the man of her dreams and asked him to reopen her daughter's case. After several hours, the man agreed, but it wasn't necessarily because of the ghost story. Many people in the town also believed Zona was murdered. When the prosecutor talked to Knapp and learned that Zona's body was not properly examined, an exhumation of the body was ordered. Shu, during all of this, was apparently furious. He was reported to have said that he knew he would be arrested, but that no one would be able to prove his guilt. Once the body was re-examined, it was found that Zona's neck was indeed broken, and Shu was immediately arrested. A trial took place and revealed some truth about the mysterious drifter's previous life. Shu had been married twice before, his first ending in divorce with his ex-wife claiming he was cruel, 
and his second, ending because his wife died of a mysterious cause. This he talked about in jail, as well as wanting to marry seven women. Edward really believed he had nothing to lose, and there was no evidence of his guilt. Zona's mother was a key witness at the trial, and the prosecution tried to steer away from her ghost story as it might not have been taken seriously. Shu's defense, of course, exploited this fact, and Mary did not waver from her ghost tale. With all of this, the judge found it hard to instruct the jury to disregard Mary's story, as most of them believed her. In the end, Shu was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. Mary was able to get justice for her daughter's death, and Zona's ghost was never seen again. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.